Good morning, Raymondo. Good morning, Mr. Ritchie. Yeah, it was a it was a great day. The crowd was buzzing. Um, it was just a, a super day. I, I was worried with the rain leading up, but uh, the crowd was there in force. It was huge numbers, and uh, well, Gary Portelli, he mm. might have a couple of more months left in those midways, but uh, they are well and truly gone, Gary. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's now a two-time Golden Slipper winning trainer. <laughs> You had to move on from the midways, do you reckon, Rich? <laughs> yeah, he's gone from them. First thing I said to him, I said goodbye, midway trainer, but uh, congratulations. Yeah, uh, um, and, uh, Rich, on that on that point, and probably have undersold it a little. Um, the foal crop that were two-year-olds for the Golden Sipper this year, there was just under thirteen thousand born. Um, to get one runner into the Golden Sipper, the odds are against you for stars. To get two is a fantastic achievement, which Gary did. You also had Sir Jardin as well as the winner, Fireburn. He doesn't have the huge numbers of other trainers. So tremendous feat to get two live chances into the Golden Sipper and to win the race for a second time. A hundred percent. He's a good trainer, Gary. We know that. He's a good fella. And no doubt he'd be up early on the way to Orange for the races today. Going back home, he'd be back up there. He, cert- he certainly wouldn't have partied too hard last night. Hmm. No, um, yeah, well done to Gary. Yeah, a wonderful achievement to have two runners. Um, and, you know, there's a, it's the, the showcase race for two-year-olds. And, uh, wow, what a win it was. And as much as a fairy tale for Gary, um, who would have thought, you know, Brent and Abdullah were only talking yeah. a few months ago whether he was going to come back. Now he's won two group ones, and including the Golden Slipper. It's amazing. Um, uh, Richie, Dino wants to chime in a sec. Just quickly, Mark Spud Carroll called in, wanted to congratulate Gary Portelli on his How's Slipper it? win. He couldn't wait to get online, but he just wanted to highlight what a great trainer he was. Well done, Mark. Thanks for that. Dino, chime in, my friend. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, Rich, Shelby 66, Cinderella stuff. Incredible. Um, uh, it just goes, you've got to be there ready to... To shine when those when the opportunity arises, and we've seen that forbidden love bulldog. We've seen with Shelby sixty six, obviously relishing the wet ground. Um, but look, Danny Williams is a horseman. There's no way in the world Shelby wouldn't have backed up unless Shelby does enormous during the week. And I wouldn't imagine Danny has to do much. Uh, just keep the horse healthy and happy. And uh, yeah, it's I just can't believe that if you you know honestly you would have put a person in a straitjacket if they'd said five weeks ago, oh Shelby sixty six, he'll win a Group One. And what it, it, at, at Menangle at the pacing or something? He's not going to win at the gallops, but uh, well done to Danny, well done to the owners. And yeah, it's it's a fairy tale story, Bulldog, and it's something that we should be for racing should be screaming from the rooftops. So mm. it just goes to show that you never know what's going to happen in this big wide world. Yeah, exactly. Just think that horse was getting beaten in highways, winning Group Ones, and he's been talked about as an Everest. That's what this sport can do. The clash of Montefilia and Very Elegant. We've had some of our listeners. Um, I, I guess not very elegant, but horses aren't machines. Winks and Black Caviar, they are just two absolute exceptions. Very elegant's the champion in my eyes. And th- there's been times when she has been beaten. I can think back to a um, Turnbull Stakes when she was slightly disappointing. One thing about this mare is she does bounce back given when she's at, at her peak. And Montefilia is a very, very good racehorse, Rich. Ray, I write on my little bio on... Um Twitter, I've got, don't don't worry about the potters, life's too short. Um, for, those who don't <laughs> think very ele- for those who don't think very elegant's a champion, honestly, just wait till Christmas when that bloke comes down, you can boo him as well. Um, she's an out-and-out freak, she's a champion. She For what she does in Australia, considering that I think she's far better over 4,000 metres, Correct. we yeah. probably won't get to see it. The thing that she's good enough to win Group 1 from 1,400 to 2 miles, um, is just amazing. I thought she was outstanding yesterday. And I honestly think 
what happened yesterday in that race changed James McDonald's mind think going into the Rosehill Guineas on Animo. Mm. No horse came wide yesterday and made up ground. I think James just thought he was going to pick them up. I think he underestimated a very good horse in Montefilia. Um, I, I thought a little bit of urgency earlier, and she could have been a lot closer where she probably could have settled third, fourth, or you know, even closer. She settled closer in a Melbourne Cup. Um, I think she should have settled closer yesterday, but the winner was very good Montefilia. Um, just hard to chase, particularly around Rose Hill. You, no horse came wide prior to the turn and made up ground. The only horse that really made up ground was Fireburn and a Golden Slipper. It was hard up against the yeah. inside fence, which was the place to be. So uh, I think there was plenty of merit in her run. But I feel you beat her yesterday. There was, um, you could have sold, I think, John McGrath or Matty LaHood from the age. He would have had plenty of fun selling the real estate between second and third. <laughs> there was a huge gap. Um, yeah, she'll bounce back. But, wow, it's just going to be one hell of a race to Queen Elizabeth, isn't it? Oh, uh, isn't it what? And one of those horses that we saw yesterday is heading that way. Your take on Animo, Rich? Oh, no doubt he's a star. Um, and, uh, look, I was sitting on hold waiting to come on. I, I thought James Cummings was trying to break the record for how long he could talk for. But uh, <laughs> uh, what but he, it was he, good he, listening, I, wasn't it? It was so insightful what he was but what talking he about. Said yeah. James is spot on, you know. Mm. Five, ten years ago, we, or ten years ago, there was... A horse wouldn't have come halfway around the world. You know, Animo would have been sitting there with a with a Cox Plate victory under his name. We know how good he is. I think he showed his versatility yesterday. And I, you know, I, I half think he's, you know, maybe better. Like, imagine if he could draw barrier one, two, and just jump and sit third, fourth. I think that's where he, you know, his ability can just sit there lay and then go explosive, um, like we've seen him leading into the slipper uh, as a two-year-old. So, mm. very good horse, um, outstanding yesterday and. East time might well come into Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, can't wait for that. Rich, terrific rap as always. Really appreciate it on a Sunday morning. We'll talk next Sunday, Rich. We will, Bulldog. And, of course, you know that Mark Carroll's Gary Papelli's cousin. But more importantly, Ray, you were talking about boxing, which is spot on mm-hmm. for Buster Douglas. But it wasn't that long ago. A little a little kid from the Southern Shire, George, George yes, Cambosis. Yes, The big, big fella. Yeah. He was $15, and he got the job done. And we're going to see Cambosis defend his title. He felt on June 5 in Australia. I can't wait.